Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. My name is Christian Bond. I'm the Assistant Director of Athletics Communications here at Fresno Pacific University. The Sunbird Sound Off is sponsored by Haydock Real Estate Incorporated in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. Quickly, we'd like to take a moment to remind you that you can find any news from the department by visiting fpuathletics.com. We'd also like to invite you to follow along on our social media platforms. On Facebook, we can be found by searching Sunbird Athletics. We can be found on Twitter and Instagram at FPU Sunbirds. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Uh, today, we have a very special guest joining us, PacWest Conference Commissioner Bob Hogue. Bob, thanks for being on the show today. Glad to be here, and uh, even though I'm not sitting in Fresno, I'm thinking about you guys and uh, hope that you're out of the court or out on the field really quickly. Bob, let's, uh, let's jump right in here. Uh, we're getting ready to return to, to PacWest Conference play. It's supposed to start next weekend across the league, uh, but it's going to look a little bit different this year. The conference... Um, has been split into three pods, the, the Southern California League, the Northern California League, and, and then the Hawaii pod. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what it went into creating those schedules, how you guys arrived at that particular model, and what you anticipate uh, the league will look like for this season? Yeah, obviously the league is going to look a lot different, at least the play. But uh, one of the things that has been foremost in the minds of all of us is the opportunity that our student athletes get a chance to, to get out there. Uh, in the process since the pandemic began, goodness sakes, has it really been 10 months ago? It seems like 10 years ago. Um, we, we thought of so many different alternatives about return to play. Ironically, always in the back of our minds was the idea that it was very, very possible, if not probable, that we would end up where we have, which is in pod play. And that's done for uh, a couple of reasons. One, uh, obviously the health and safety of the student athletes. And then two, uh, for budget reasons, because goodness sakes, uh, you know, everybody's budget took a, a heavy, heavy hit, right? And we are in a unique situation that uh, a number of conferences actually are not in, and that we've, we've often been pod-based, um, that we've got, uh, because of our geography, we've got schools literally within uh, a, a drive of each other in Southern California, Northern California, and even in Hawaii where you can't drive to the big island. It's just a little 48-minute uh, flight from, from Oahu um, to Hawaii Island. So um, it, it made it practical that we could look at this as the way to go. And uh, ultimately, with all the news that has come down about the pandemic, this just was something that um, was the right way to approach. Um, so then it just became a matter of trying to put um, schedules together that would fit, that would give uh, opportunities for the student athletes to play in a healthy situation. And um, so we're ready to forge forward. We hope the uh, student athletes will continue to stay safe and healthy and uh, they'll have a good experience playing in this kind of new look pack West this season. Bob, I want to follow up a little bit on that. Um, early on in the pandemic, the CC2A, who of course is in the West region with us, um, they came out automatically and said no fall sports. 
so far they've already come out and said no, no spring sports. And so uh, how important was that for you guys in those conversations with university presidents and university athletic directors? How important was it for you guys to be able to say, look, we believe that we can do this safely. We're going to take all of these measurements to be able to do that. But at the end of the day, it is about our student athletes and, and being able to, to get them back on the court, on the field, whatever it may be and be able to compete and have that experience that they came here for. How important was that for you? Was that a driving force during those conversations? It really was. Uh, we, we recognize that uh, the makeup of our member institutions is different than other conferences, and we had to do what's right for our conference. And uh, many of our schools, not every single one of them, but many of them are small private institutions. And, um, and so you know, the, the motivation to create opportunities, and I know I'll say that over and over again, but that's true, to create safe opportunities for our student athletes was just paramount in, in our minds. And, you know, you, you bring up the CCAA, for example. I mean, many of their universities are extremely large. They're, they're, they're almost like, they're, they're like many big cities, if you will. So they, they had a lot of other issues that they had to deal with that in our, in our um, smaller private institutions, which are almost like families in a, in a way, it's a completely different dynamic. So I understand where they're coming from, and I understand where a few other conferences have come from as well. Um, so we think this is the, you know, we reached out to our student athletes. This is what they wanted. Um, so there was a kind of this, this spirit of can do within a healthy environment that we could move forward like this. It was just, it was a matter of working with the um, local county and state officials and creating a safe environment. And so we forged forward. So it has been uh, definitely an important feeling all the way throughout this feeling that we can do this and it's the right thing to do. I'm Cynthia Haydock, Broker Associate at Keller Williams Realty Fresno, license number 01358518. And I'm Joe Haydock, Realtor at Keller Williams Realty Fresno, license number 02013076. We've built our business on three core values, and the first of those values is uncompromising integrity. Our commitment to integrity means that we will always do the right thing. We tell the truth, even when it hurts. We know integrity should be a given, and we also know how tempting it is to take shortcuts that undermine integrity. We refuse to take those shortcuts. We would rather lose a deal than compromise our integrity. If you're looking for a real estate team with integrity, we invite you to call us at 559-392-5283 or send us an email at joehadock at kw.com. We're Team Haydock, where you find real estate for real people. You mentioned that you guys were communicating uh, with students to, to try to get their voices on some of this. Uh, what was the what was the method like to to be able to do that? Were were you guys communicating through athletic directors or or through SAC departments or or how was that looking for you guys? Yeah, each each member institution reached out in their own way. Um, you know, whether it was uh, Zoom meetings with their student athletes, um, talking coaches, student athletes, um, surveys. You know, a, a number of ways to communicate, uh, but. Uh, over and over again, hearing from student athletes who uh, express some of their trepidation, certainly understandable, but also the understanding of, of what this meant to them to have this safe opportunity to be able to compete once again. 
And um, so I, I think it's important that we heard that voice in that positive way all the way through. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Director of Athletics Communications, Jordan Harrod, sitting down with PacWest Commissioner Bob Hogue. Uh, Bob, you mentioned safety, and that seems to be kind of the general theme. Everybody wants to be sure that we can do this in a safe and efficient manner. But can you talk about some of the, the protocols specific to the PacWest that, that are aimed at ensuring that student athletes have the experience that they want in a safe environment? Well, I, the, the first thing is uh, listening to the NCAA and the protocols that they set up with, with the various sports constantly being in communication um, with your own um, county health departments, listening um, to the state and their directives as well, uh, working with testing partners uh, with regards to testing the student athletes, um, depending on their sport, how many times that you, that you need to do that. Um, it's amazing. Uh, I'm just thankful that for the incredible work of the administrators within our conference, how they had to literally pivot from the type of things that they have done for, for so long to literally think about it. They've almost become a mini uh, health department urgent care center um, in, their, in their own right. I mean, who would have who thought when they started in these jobs, however many years for each one, that, that these health and safety protocols and the, and the intertwined with the, the medical um, aspect would be so foremost in their mind. Many have expressed to me, and I know I felt this as well, that we've worked harder while not playing than we previously worked with playing. It's just, it's, it's remarkable all the things that we're going through to get to this point and that we will continue to follow through on as we move forward. Primetime Events brings the comfort of home toileting to any special event. Let Primetime Events take care of those important bathroom details so you can enjoy your event knowing your guests are well taken care of. Primetime Events has just added a mobile hand washing station to help combat the spread of COVID-19. Their trailer is fully equipped with on-demand hot water, eight full sink vanities with mirrors, and interior cam lighting. For more information on Primetime Events and their services, email info at primetimeeventsllc.com or call them at 559-495-5555. Again, that's 559-495-5555. For all of the protocols uh, from the PacWest, you can visit thepacwest.com. You can also visit fuathletics.com slash covid all kinds of information there. Bob, as commissioner of the Pac West, what are you looking forward to in this unique stretch? It's kind of a really a five month sprint, if you will, with, with all of these sports going on at the same time. And it, it does seem like a little bit of chaos, but it's structured chaos. What as the commissioner are you looking forward to the most? Good, healthy competition. That is, that's the key. I mean, think about just some of the things that you've seen on TV or read about when Major League Baseball started or um, the NFL started or the NBA started, many uh, when it was interrupted with a canceled game in the first week or whatever the case may be, many expressed doubts as to whether or not they would get through the, the entire seasons. Well, as we just saw, um, just last night, as a matter of fact, we saw uh, college football come to, to an end with a championship game. 
We saw the Dodgers win the, the World Series championship. We saw the Lakers win the NBA championship. They all got through it, right? And, um, and so we've learned um, the lessons of how they did it. Um, their athletes being responsible, that, that was very much the key. The organizations being supportive and working with the, uh, th those professionals and, uh, you know, whether it's uh, health professionals or um, administrative professionals or those people in, in government, and, and they did it. We obviously are smaller institutions. We can't all of a sudden, we're, we're not a billion dollar enterprise. And yet at each of our institutions, the thoroughness of all of the people working there has been extraordinary. And oftentimes, you know, they'll have a question, they'll, they'll give me a call or they'll give some of the other people a, a call. You know, for example, at, at Fresno Pacific, one of the people within our conference who's been very important is your um, athletic trainer, Betsy Myers, who's been very helpful um, working with the athletic trainers and the, uh, and the health professionals around the, the, the conference. And this communication and willingness to reach out, get your questions answered so that you're doing this the right way to give the student athletes this opportunity to play has been very, very important as we move forward. Well, as we've uh, talked with, with people from, from other schools throughout this time. Um, you know, I've talked a lot with SIDs across the league and, and Rob Garcia at Academy of Art and, and Danny Barnes down at Point Loma and, um, and on and on and on. But it seems like uh, at small schools, um, a, a lot of times people are encouraged to, to step up and kind of kind of do things that aren't necessarily maybe their job or maybe even their comfort zone. And it seems like uh, this pandemic uh, maybe maybe the the one highlight out of this whole thing is that I, I think that we have seen a lot of that uh, come to fruition, not just here at Fresno Pacific, but throughout the conference as well, uh, from what I'm hearing from other people. Um, Bob, as we look a little bit deeper into the future, uh, which is kind of a hard thing to do right now, that, that crystal ball has gotten awfully, awfully uh, uh, muggy, if you will. Uh, but what is the outlook on everything kind of falling back into place as we try to settle back into hopefully fall sports being played in the fall again, spring sports being played in the spring, everybody in the conference being able to play each other. What does that look like? Uh, what's kind of the forecast there for the PacWest Conference? If we want learn one thing from this past year, we need to realize it for even going forward, and that is that we've got to be flexible. And um, I know that all of us are focused on the, the weeks ahead right now. I can't tell you specifically when we would return to the old way that we did our schedules, for example. And I don't think anybody in our conference knows specifically what that's going to look like, you know, for example, for next year. We remain hopeful that we will be able to return to that soon. Um, but as to, I, I don't know that there's all of a sudden automatically going to be a light switch that's going to go off and go like, okay, we're back to the way that we used to do it. Um, it's possible that our schedules could look a little bit different for the foreseeable future until we all get through all of this. I mean, even on a national basis, even with the, the vaccine coming out, nobody knows um, what all of that is going to mean. There's still talk that even with vaccines that there will have to be testing and that we will still have to monitor. And then certainly the economy has taken a tremendous hit um, over, the, over the past several months and how all of our schools have 
you know, handle that. And so all of those factors are going to come into, you know, the discussions as we determine specifically what it is that we're going to, how we're going to move forward. So we remain hopeful that these next few months are going to go well and that we're going to get most of our games in. Okay. You know, maybe we'll, in some cases, we'll get all of them in, right. Um, and that uh, everybody will, be able to compete in a, in a safe and healthy manner. And then as we're going through that, we can have discussions about how we're gonna handle this for next year. Hello, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. Cynthia and I are realtors with Keller Williams Fresno. If you've ever been on the receiving end of bad communication practices, you know how frustrating that can be. We believe in clear and consistent communication, which is why effective communication is one of our core values. Communication is a two-way process, so we listen to our clients and we take the time to effectively communicate to them what they need to know. We don't leave people wondering, because in the absence of effective communication, people assume the worst. We look forward to communicating with you. You can email us at joehaydock at kw.com, or you can call us at 559-392-5283. Team Haydock, where you'll experience real estate for real people. Um, I, I know uh, right now we're looking specifically at basketball and soccer schedules. Uh, is there a timeline for, for other sports in the Pac West, baseball, volleyball, tennis, golf, softball? You know, some of those uh, obviously FPU doesn't have, but is there a timeline for the rest of the sports that the conference offers? Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, just this past week, for example, we, we went through sport by sport with our championships committee and um, and the conference office um, put together um, scheduled drafts for softball and baseball. Uh, We've already gotten some feedback about what that volleyball schedule will look like. And so uh, we anticipate and are hopeful that by the end of this month, we might be able to get um, approved schedules out for those sports that are expected to start uh, around the the beginning of March, right? Similarly, um, we're moving forward with, um, you know, participation in in the other sports. You you mentioned um, golf and tennis, for example, um, track and field. um, And, um, you know, we, we, the championships committee is, has set up, you know, essentially deadlines for schools to let us know whether or not they're going to be able to participate in those sports um, for the spring. So um, those are decisions that still have to be made. But at this point, um, everybody is being really positive about the idea that we are going to um, play in those sports. There's, there is a little bit of a question about whether, you know, we're going to get 100% participation in some of them. Um, in the meantime, uh, everybody seemed to be, you know, really positive about baseball and, and softball and volleyball. You mentioned uh, the schedule's already out for soccer and for uh, basketball. So, uh, you know, hopefully you'll have something to put on your website here uh, by the end of the month. Again, all of those uh, schedules can be found at fpuathletics.com, thepackwest.com, and hopefully in the next uh, week or two, uh, hopefully we have several more of those for you guys to look at. Uh, Bob, at the end of each episode, uh, we're doing something we call the, the Sunbird Spotlight, um, where we give our guests kind of a, a time to, to highlight somebody who's, who's doing things at a really high level, somebody that's been really helpful uh, during this time. And um, So 
for our coaches, sometimes that might be an admissions counselor, uh, could be our trainers, could be our, uh, our administration, whoever. Um, so I'll put the spotlight on you here, Bob, and, and ask you who gets the, the Sunbird spotlight from, from Commissioner Bob Hogue this week. You know, I, I could probably bring up a lot of names, first of all. Um, you know, I'm just so proud of uh, the work by our athletic directors and our athletic trainers and uh, so many of the people on the various staffs around the conference. It's just, it's been absolutely extraordinary. You know, more than one of them has, has talked about, you know, how exhausted that they've been going through this and how hard they've been working. And so if, if there was some way that I could have a... Uh, wall of fame in which every single one of those names uh, was on it. I would, I would, I would like to, uh, you know, put that there, but I'm, I'm going to highlight if, if it's okay with you, uh, the members of my own conference staff who have uh, had to pivot so many different times. And I'm just, I'm so, um, boy, I, I'm so grateful to have people working with me in the conference office uh, who are who are so positive, who are flexible, who are willing to reach out and uh, do whatever is necessary. So we've got uh, first uh, Jessica Harvison Weaver, um, who's just joined us as our associate commissioner last spring. If you can believe this, you know, I hired her over the phone and Zoom calls. We did not meet actually in person for like six months. Um, and, um, and, and already she had just taken the ball and, and run with it and has done, you know, an extraordinary job and, and taken many projects um, to another level. And she has uh, earned the respect of, of all the people within the conference, uh, you know, many, many times over and literally uh, what has been a, a short tenure for her. Um, Jimmy Canodal, who is truly somebody that, uh, a man of many hats, you know, we can, we can put him in any situation, whether he's been there or not, and he will find the answers that need to do it. And he does it. This is the other thing too, is that there's some people who are placed in situations and you can feel them scrambling. He just, you know, he's steady Eddie, right? You know, he, he doesn't get too high, he doesn't get too low, he forges through and he gets the job done. We just recently, you know, had something where we had to all of a sudden thrust into his lap um, our, our officials testing um, program, um, you know, because of a series of events. And I asked him, I said, can you take the ball with this? And wow, he's, he's doing a terrific job and he's monitoring that uh, very important thing. I mean, if we don't have officials, we're not going to have games, right? And um, and so this was a question mark across the country about how to how to how to test the the, the basketball officials to make the, this uh, go in an efficient manner. And he has started this uh, process off in a very positive way. And so I know that he'll take this all the way through to fruition. And then the young man that you work with, who has such great passion. Uh, Jared Pine, you're never going to find anybody who cares so much about the student athletes and the teams that he covers. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure that it was frustrating for him at first, who someone likes to, you know, get the information out there and write the releases and cover all the ball games, and all of a sudden there aren't any, right? And so, you know, he went deep into research and 
going through the record books and and um, just doing whatever was necessary to keep a flow of information going, staying uh, in, on top of things with all of you, right? Uh, and, and the various sports information directors around the conference. Um, you know, so I'm just thankful to have such a, a great positive staff who's willing to do anything that they need to do to make the Pac West go as smoothly as possible. And uh, I'm thankful for, for them and I'm thankful for everybody around the Pac West. Yeah, our, uh, our interactions with, with Jimmy and Jared over the last several years, uh, rave reviews through and through for sure. And, and things I've heard uh, about Jessica as well. Um, just we're, we're thankful for the Pac West. Uh, we're, we're thankful for the commitment uh, to excellence that you guys consistently provide. Uh, Bob, uh, that's all I've got for you, but I just want to thank you for being on the show today. It, it's always great to, to be able to connect with you. Um, and again, the, the, the way this season has unfolded, the way the last year has unfolded is so different. And uh, for the Pac West to, to, to stand firm and say, hey, I think we're going to be able to play games, but obviously safety is going to come first. And to be able to do all of those things, I, I think for, for our athletes um, across the conference, I, I think we're really looking at uh, something that at one point was in jeopardy now has a chance to, to continue to be a special thing. So, so thank you for being here and thank you for letting us uh, pick your brain here for the last half hour or so. All right. Well, thank you. I really appreciate everything that you're doing. I hope it's a very successful uh, season, all the seasons for the Sunbirds. So go Sunbirds and go Pack West. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Want to send a special thank you to Isaac Davis. He is the music coordinator for the Sunbird Sound Off. Want to thank him for providing every song you've heard on each episode of the Sunbird Sound Off thus far. Want to give one last thank you to our title sponsor in Haydock Real Estate Incorporated in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. We will be back in a week with another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Until then, stay safe and have a good one. Mm-hmm.